You're listening to the Douglas Jacoby Podcast. Here we bring you some of the material found on Douglas's website in podcast form. We hope that as you listen, you're challenged to think about faith. Today, Douglas continues his series on the imitation of Christ. Now looking at coasting, delight, free spirit. Now here's today's teaching. Thomas Akempis, The Imitation of Christ. This is devotional lesson 30, in which we'll be looking at three chapters. Each is a prayer, in fact, an amazing prayer. And we'll be asking questions about ourselves. Where are we truly centered as people? Where are we centered spiritually? I begin in a chapter that is called on not resting on God's good gifts, and this is book three, chapter 21. Send out your light and your truth. Let them guide me. Let them lead me to your holy mountain, to the place where you live. There I will go to the altar of God, to God, the source of all my joy. I will praise you with my harp, O God, my God. Psalm 43, verses three and four. The Disciple. Above all things and in all things, I always rest in you, O Lord, for you are the eternal rest for your holy people. Grant me, most sweet and loving Jesus, to rest in you above every person, above all health and beauty, above all glory and honor, above all authority and dignity, above all knowledge and skillfulness, above all riches and arts, above all joy and exaltation, above all fame and praise, above all delights and comfort, above all hope and promise, above all merit and desire, above all gifts and rewards which you give and pour out, and above all joy and jubilation which my mind is able to receive and feel. You reign above angels and archangels, above the army of heaven, above all things visible and invisible, and above everything which you, O my God, are not. For you, O Lord my God, are the best above all things. You alone are the Most High. You alone are the Almighty and all-comforting. You alone are completely lovely and loving. You alone are the most exalted and most glorious above all things, in whom all things are and were and forever will be, altogether and all-perfect. Everything you give me falls short and is insufficient without you. Whatever you reveal or promise me that is not revealed yet or fully possessed is not sufficient. Truly, my heart cannot fully rest and be content unless it rests in you. You satisfy beyond all gifts and anything people can offer. O my most beloved spouse, Jesus Christ, most holy lover of my soul, ruler of this whole creation, Who but you can give me wings of true freedom that I may flee to you and find rest? When will I be given the openness to receive you fully, to see how sweet you are, O Lord my God? When can I bring my entire self to you so that because of your love I will not be aware of myself at all? May I wholly know you in ways that the world cannot. But now I often groan and bear my sad condition with sorrow. Many evils confront me in this land of misery. They continually disturb me and fill me with sorrow. They hang like clouds that obscure the way and fill me with care. 
They seduce and entangle me, so I do not have free access to you. They keep me from enjoying sweet communion that is always available to your blessed disciples. Let my deep sighing come before you in my many troubles on earth. O Jesus, light of eternal glory, comfort my wandering soul. Before you I am speechless, yet even my silence cries out to you. How long will you delay in making yourself known to me? Please come to me and make this poor, humble soul glad. Please put out your hand and deliver me from every trap. Please come, for without you there is no joyful day or hour. You are my joy, and without you my heart is empty. I am as miserable as a prisoner weighed down with shackles. Free me with the light of your presence. Give me freedom and reveal your loving character. Let others seek pleasures instead of you. But for me, nothing else pleases me except you. You are my God, my hope, and my eternal salvation. I will not hold my peace or cease to plead until I sense your grace return and you speak to my spirit. Christ, look, here I am. I have come to you because you called me. Your tears and longing of your soul, your humility and heartfelt sorrow have invited me and brought me to you. The disciple. And I replied, Lord, I have called to you and have longed to enjoy you. I was and am ready to reject everything for your sake. For you first called me to seek you. So blessed be you, for you have brought this good work upon your servant according to your mercy. What then can your servant do in your presence except thoroughly humble himself to you by being always mindful of his wickedness and sinfulness? There is nothing to compare to you in all the wonders of heaven and earth. Your works are excellent. Your judgments are true. And by your authority, all things are governed. So I give praise and glory to you, O wisdom of the Father, let my mouth, soul, and all created things praise and bless you together. That was Book 3, Chapter 21. On Delight Above All Things, which is Book 3, Chapter 34. Scripture. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, the joys of those who take refuge in him. Psalm 34, verse 8. The Disciple. Lord, God is my all in all. What could I desire more? What additional happiness could I want? How delightful and satisfying you are, God. You warn, do not love this world nor the things it offers you, for when you love the world, you do not have the love of the Father in you. God, you are my all. If we understand this, this is all we need to say. And to those who love it, it's pleasing to repeat it often. God, when you are present, everything is pleasant. But when you seem absent, all things are exhausting. You give rest to our hearts as well as deep peace and festive joy. You make me consider all things correctly, and in everything I give you praise. Nothing can bring lasting pleasure without you. If anything is to be pleasant and satisfying, your grace must be there. Your wisdom fills every good thing. If we taste your goodness, what can possibly be distasteful? To those who have not tasted your goodness, what can make them joyful? But those wise in the world's eyes, 
and who enjoy physical pleasures do not have your true wisdom. Their wisdom will be found utterly futile, for to be human-minded is death. But those who follow after you with contempt of earthly things and discipline of their bodies will be found to be truly wise. They will be changed from futility to faithfulness, from earthly matters to the heavenly spirit. They taste and see that the Lord is good. Whatever good they find in other people, they give praise to the Creator. Unlike the created, the Creator enjoys eternity and light uncreated or reflected. Lord of light everlasting, surpassing all created lights, beam down your rays from on high and enlighten the deepest parts of my heart. Give me purity, joy, clarity, and life to my spirit. May my spirit cling to you with joy that is greater than human understanding. When will that blessed and longed-for time come when you will satisfy with your presence and be everything I need? Until I sense your presence, my joy will not be complete. Still, unfortunately, my old human desires still live within me. They have not been fully crucified and are still very much alive. My desires still lust after my old nature and wage an inward war, keeping me from living in a peaceful kingdom. But you, Jesus, who rules raging seas and stills the waves whenever they roar, rise up and help me. Scatter the nations that delight in war. Destroy them by your power. Please show your might and let your strong hand be glorified. I have no hope and refuge apart from you, my Lord and my God. And our third prayer, this is On the Free Spirit from Book 3, Chapter 26. And we begin with Scripture in Isaiah 26.3. You will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you, all whose thoughts are fixed on you. Lord, the task of a perfect person is never to take their thoughts off heavenly things. Although they face many cares, they act as if they have no cares. Not because they are indifferent, but because they are free from loving this world. I plead with you, most merciful Lord God, to keep me from the cares of this life so that I don't become too entangled in the necessities of my body and be taken captive by physical pleasures. Keep me from all things that prevent your spirit from filling me, so that I won't be broken and discouraged with earthly cares. Not the cares that the world eagerly but vainly runs after, but the burden of simply being human. That so often keeps us from the freedom of the spirit. Oh my God, who gives me indescribable delight, turn to bitterness all the ways I seek satisfaction from, bodily comfort and pleasure. These lure me away from the love of eternal things and wickedly draw me to some alluring delight. Oh my God, don't let flesh and blood have power over me. Do not let the world and its short-term glory deceive me. Don't let the enemy and his crafty lies deceive me. Give me courage to resist, patience to endure, and faithfulness to persevere. Grant in place of all the creature comforts of this world, the sweet empowering of your spirit, and in place of earthly affections, pour into me your eternal love. Yes, 
food, drink, clothing, and other needs are necessary to this physical life, but they can be a distraction to living a spiritual life. Grant that I may use such things in moderation, and that I will not be entangled with excessive love for them. We cannot live without our physical needs being met, but we must avoid unnecessary things which simply give delight, or or things that are forbidden by your holy commandments. May May we respect your spirit with our physical bodies. Guide and teach me, O Lord, to avoid all excessive pleasures. Well, those are those three amazing prayers. I've got three application questions, things to think about. And these are written down in the notes that come with the podcast in case I'm going too fast. First, where am I anchored and rooted? Is my center in Christ? Because our rest is in him alone. Second, where are my joy and delight? Where are they? Christ meets all our needs. And third, am I carefree or burdened by the things of this world? Christ invites us to simple, pure, holy living. Our final devotional offering will be on meditating upon death, on the final desire, and on the clear day of eternity. That's podcast 31, which you can listen to tomorrow. God bless. We hope you enjoyed Douglas's series on the imitation of Christ. For additional notes and resources, be sure to check out Douglas's website in the show notes. The website has hundreds of articles, podcasts, and videos for you to access for free. You can also become a premium subscriber and gain access to thousands of online resources from Douglas's teaching ministry. Thanks again for listening.